you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Damashek football program available on iTunes and at davedamashek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. Welcome to the Dave Damashek football program, available as always on Stitcher, iTunes, and nfl.com/shek. Apologies up front. It's our first show, and it's late Friday afternoon out here on the West Coast in the West Coast Nerve Center of the NFL in Culver City. Specifically, we're inside Studio 66. Maximum strength! It's our only show this week because I took ill. I certainly intend to keep on spinning at minimum twice a week. No reason because it's technically the NFL offseason. We've pointed out repeatedly the NFL really is now 365 days a year. And let's not pretend that we don't talk about stuff other than pro football here. We talk about other sports. And we talk about the most important game of all, the game called life. <laughs> Don't laugh in my face. That's not a good way to start here. On your virgin run on the DDFP, the giggles you hear inside Studio 66 belong to a pal who I've enjoyed a lot over the last year. I don't even know how long he's worked here, but I've only really started kibitzing with him. Year and a half. Over the last year and a half or yeah. so. Yeah, about a year and a half. Um, you see him at the update desk in the NFL newsroom. You can also see him if you're in the right place. If you have the NBA ticket, you probably see him all over the country, talking about Clippers basketball. He goes out on the road with those fellas. That's interesting stuff. Here he is, everybody. It's Kyle Montgomery. What's the poop, fella? Where's the uh, Where's the applause? You don't have an applause button? Like, no, oh, you know what, go. though, Black Tie? That is something we should do. Although yeah. I don't know that your first words need to be something You're right. that is a critique. This is, well, this is my first run, so maybe I don't yeah. need an applause. I didn't know you were sick, though. I Play cool. 
I didn't know you were sick. You did you say? I hear you say that a few seconds ago. No, I'm uh, see, I'm out. no, I'm I'm past it now. You're past it. Yeah, I'm just uh, you know, I got some residual, yeah. you know, stuff you can hear. Yeah. that my head is not a hundred percent right. Yeah. Um, is that why you grew out the beard? I mean, I, I like the. You know, the beard has become a subject now, and some of the Patriots were in here last week, and Brandon LaFell, a bearded fella himself, mm-hmm. pointed out that uh, he thought mine was it, handsome. It looks good on you. You look like a like a hunter gatherer. Is that right? Yeah, I don't know uh, if that's what I want. Well, you look rustic, like a like a like a. Man. I've always been the thing with me is I've always been ruggedly handsome. So oh. maybe this was my destiny all along. Ruggedly handsome. That's a that's a good description. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just a little envious because I can't I can't grow that thing. Well, I will tell you this, not to curry favor with you, but I have asked around. I do it on both sides. It's not like I'm doing it just to to uh, talk to the women about the fellas here. I do it the other way. Hey, hey. Uh, um, ladies, who's the best-looking fella in the office? I ask him. <laughs> I don't mind telling you. Someone we work with. Oh, named you. I was really? surprised. I was as surprised as anybody. Uh, you know what? That doesn't make me feel good that you were surprised. Do you not? Do you not find me attractive? No. I think the good news is I think you're burying the lead on that one. Who cares what I think? <laughs> you understand? Well, I'll take that. I have to find out who that was. Well, and then so I overcame my illness courageously, not unlike Jack Youngblood playing in the Super Bowl with a broken leg. I still did my duty, and I participated. Something that I have talked about, if you've been listening to me for any amount of time or following me for any amount of time, I have been talking about the League of Leagues. This is something I've wanted to do. Uh Jonah Carey, who you may or may not know, he's a longtime uh, visitor on my various podcasts and radio shows and stuff, is uh, he's now a writer, the baseball writer at Grantland, and you see him on Olbermann Show and Baseball Tonight and all that ESPN jazz. Mm-hmm. And he and I were kibitzing over belts at the farmer's market here in Los Angeles about six years ago, and I said, you know what would be the greatest? If instead of a GM for each team in each city, mm-hmm. what if every every sports town just had one GM and then this would really open up the trade market. That was, <laughs> that's what would be fun is if you could say like, hey, GM of Chicago, you know, I don't know how much longer you want to hang with uh, Derrick Rose, no. but if you give us Derrick <laughs> Rose, we will give you, um, I wish I could think of uh, of a good, uh, oh, I will give you Yaseel Puig. You know, something like that. What if you could? What if you could swing deals like that? Wouldn't that be you know, fun? That, that's an interesting way of thinking. But uh, with some of these GMs of some of these teams, I mean, you talk about running the entire city of sports yeah. into the ground. It's too much to risk. Why I know. Well, you would like, have to. On. One of the major considerations would be New York, L.A., and Chicago, who have multiple teams in the yeah. same sport. How do you negotiate around that? I'm not sure. I'm just the idea man. I'm like Billy Blaze Jowski in uh, in Night Shift. Did you ever see Night Shift, no. Kyle Montgomery? No. I, I may have. I'm, I'm terrible with movie names. I'm terrible with actors' names. So wow. don't even, don't even throw it. Your spirit animal behind the glass is yeah. named Black Tie there. Black Tie riding high lately since he invented a new game on the Dave Damashek football program that uh-huh. many people fare very mu- fell very much in love with. It's, uh, it's called the Elimination Chamber. Black uh, Tie. Elimination oh. Chamber. 
Yeah, there it is. There we go. First one. <laughs> well, I didn't know we were doing one. Well, I wasn't asking well, to well, jump in on right. one. The, it, I was getting to know Kyle Montgomery yeah, a little comes bit. Up. It just comes up. I was going to jump in on some NBA ball. Okay. There were a lot of no, trades no. about the Clippers are interesting. Too bad. We can get to that. All right, we'll do that later, but also, and then I, all right, we'll get to the chamber. I also want to, we have some NFL headlines that you and me are going to go through. You're the, okay. You work at the news desk, so surely yeah. this will be fun for you to oh. spread your wings. Okay. Like, like Michael Keaton does in another Michael Keaton movie, Birdman. Oh, See, look, he's come up twice. I don't know Michael Keaton outside of Batman. All right, but you're familiar with the oh, picture yeah. uh, the, uh, of this Birdman that's predicted to win all the Academy Awards this weekend, right? Yeah, of course. All right. So, all right, go ahead, Black Tie. Get it. I'm sorry, I broke the momentum of elimination. You can't do that, man. You can't do it. All right, let's do this. NFC South teams, and the reason I bring this up, obviously, Jameis at the combine making the rounds. Likely going to be picked up by the Bucks there with the number one pick. So, NFC South teams: Panthers, Saints, Bucks, Falcons. Eliminate one of these teams. That's what you did. That that's and by the way, Kyle is new to it. As is, uh, I'm sure. Uh, well, I don't know if every listener, but many listeners probably don't know. This is the game. It makes no sense. There's no rules to it. Okay. He just gives you four things, and then you have to eliminate eliminate one, one team. Yes. Or whatever, one of the four things he gives you. I don't know what happens to them once they're eliminated, but okay. this is the this is the standard of our. Uh, make it your own. Give it your own reasoning. Yeah, that's right. Elliot yeah, that's Harrison right. It's open ended in this game. Right. I'm I'm going to eliminate the Bucks because because I I just don't see much upside with with the franchise. Can I say? Oh, I just I just don't. I don't. I mean, I know that they they've got new coaching staff and they got some some pieces, but I, I just you know those it's certain teams that you just. I don't feel right about. Well, it. I don't. I, I'd love to eliminate the uniforms. I don't mean I'd rather them play nude. I don't mean like let's eliminate the uniforms for 2015 <laughs> and have them take the field well, as is. I, I wouldn't know. want that. The uniforms now are much better than they. No, 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 no. You don't I, think incorrect. so? Incorrect. Than the ones that they won the Super Bowl in, the okay. pewter and everything. Okay, no, 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 no. I, you I, mean the cream sickles? The cream sickles. Uh, I'm, you know, the cream sickles are one of the are the classic case I made when I did my uniform rankings for the all 122 professional teams in America a couple of years ago, I cited them as the example that everything will come back around. Everybody hated the, the creamsicle uniforms when they were wearing them yeah. at the time. Then they got rid of them. And then about a decade or 15 years later, everybody, everybody has been saying, why don't they bring those back? Those well, were all right. You know, retro is in, man. Yeah, well, I, I definitely don't like the. Uh, if it didn't look great, the uh, yeah, the the digital alarm clock look that they have going. I but I disagree with you about the pieces, especially once they add famous Jameis, and they're going to be in in nice shape there. Well, you you'd have to be a big believer in Jameis Winston. No, His Gerald ability. McCoy is terrific. He's he, among the very best, without a doubt. And Levante he's David very is handsome. among the very best. Sure. You have uh, Mike Evans is a, a rising star. I do, I do like him. Vincent Jackson. Austin Safarian Jenkins. They got pieces, man. I don't know what you're talking about. They don't have anything to look for. Jameis did say he's looking to win the Super Bowl next season. The, I, I, that I, might be did, a little. He silly. did say that at, at uh, earlier, th- but no, I, I still, you know, with Jameis Winston, he's a first. Year, he'll be a first year quarterback. Uh, he's got a little bit of baggage. We don't know what his maturity level is. He sounded great today. He answered the questions the way he, he's supposed to answer them. Well, think about this. What if, you know, when you bring up the NFC South, it was obviously an atrocious division, but I really do think that it's headed in the direction of the NFC West 
Wait, wait, you know, everybody cites, you know, what was that? That was only Whoa, wait a four years ago, five years ago, when the Beast Mode run happened in the playoffs, yeah. and they were set. But keep in mind, people remember the Beast Mode run against the Saints in the first round of the playoffs. A lot of people forget that that Seahawks team won the division at 7-9. and nine. Yeah. This was this was equally as bad this past season in the NFC South. But really, who? what's a bum team there? Cam Newton's Panthers? No, they're no. going to be better next year than playoff they were this team. year. Yeah, playoff team. The Saints? Do you think that they're finished? Unless you think Drew Brees is is over the hill and that's is talking about that's why back. I couldn't say New Orleans. Um, and then you know Tampa Bay, like I well at least uh, aside from you, well they have to be the odd man out. And then what about the Falcons? The Falcons are a new defensive coordinator. Yeah, well, it's a whole new uh, a, a whole new setup over there. They should be interesting too. They should, they should be an inter- interesting thing. Mm. It, 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 and it and it looks bucks. like they're going to start giving the ball to Devonta Freeman, who was the st- one of the stars of Hard Knocks this summer. If you watch that, the yeah. little fella, yeah. who can really uh, and he's got, out of uh, Florida State, right? No, I did don't he, think so. He didn't play it. Uh, no, Florida I think he's State. a small school guy. Was no. he? I don't know why. Who I'm getting him confused with? Freeman. I'm trying to think of who you might. Well, be it's easy about. for you because you got a laptop. No, on. he is yeah, right. Look up. I mean, Florida State. He's a Seminole. Boom. Devonta Freeman. Come on, Florida man. Florida State. Yeah. I'm, I'm dropping uh, nuggets on here, man. I thought he was a small school uh, kid. I didn't know that. Maybe because he's small. All right. Oh, yeah. One for Montgomery. Zero for Damashek. <laughs> but with your opening line, which was an insult about the show, you're back to zero. <laughs> um. All right. So I I guess I'll go with the Falcons because one, I don't like a dome. And two, I don't like their uniforms, and they need to change those. And Matt Ryan's getting up there a little bit, like you know, at get some point in soon in age, he's getting. A, he's getting. And I'm not saying he's an old man, but you start to get to a point. What is Matt Ryan halfway through his career? Yeah. Just past the halfway mark of and, his career, somewhere even, in that and range. Even in his prime, he he wasn't a top. Well, let's not make him old now, because okay. he's not wasn't. It's not like his prime has ended yet. He's 29, yet. by the way. So he's tw- I, I'm not. Okay. I, I, I'm not suggesting that he's old. I, but I do think psychologically, at some point, you start to decide. Hey, we better do something. Well, has he peaked? And if you think he's peaked, then I think he was good. I think he. You know what? Guys like Chris Wessling from around the NFL have turned me around on him. I got snobby about two years ago. I really became smitten with the likes of Russell Wilson, Colin Kaepernick, Andrew Luck, and you could see why would you not? Or you know, Ryan Tannehill. Um, of late, with when you can add the dimension of a guy who can take off and kill you with his legs, Aaron Rodgers has been doing it for a long time, and Roethlisberger has too. Why wouldn't you, you know, Matt Ryan, it's unsatisfying, but Matt Ryan actually lost weight in 2014 and was moving around pretty well. He actually had that. If you left a bunch of green in front of him, he would he'd make you pay for He's it. He's got some mobility. And, you know, Look, they. It, you don't it, like Julio Jones? I look. I what do you, I like the. I'm trying to eliminate a okay, team. I've right. suddenly in in the elimination chamber. I found myself stuck because it's hard to say one of these teams isn't good. You know just, what? Just a heads up though. 2012 was his best passing season. 32 touchdowns, 14 picks. But last year was his best rushing season. 145 rushing yards. See, okay. there you go. That's your point. Well, and you know Roddy White, Roddy White's getting a little older there. A I, little. you know, but the but but the buzz is that they're chasing Julius Thomas, that they're going to go after him. There's also buzz that they might try to grab one of those two high end receivers in the draft. Imagine Kevin White out of West Virginia or Amari Cooper. 
out of Bama if they wind up with one of those and Julio Jones, egad. I mean, you know, again, they should be a juggernaut. I it's re- that's a great question now that you mention it. What team is the, is going to be the team to beat out of the, the the Saints are the easy one to just throw out. Oh, wow, that was just a, you know, pretend like 2014 didn't happen, but yeah, they were a- really crummy and and Drew Brees is 36 years of age. Yeah, but but he's still Drew Brees. He's still an elite quarterback in this league. Is right. he though? Is he really? I don't know. I really. think so. I'd a take Drew. If you watched him, not looked at his numbers. Season. If you not, don't look at his statistics. I mean, he's throwing for f- close to five thousand. I just every, what did I just I don't say? Don't, don't look at his statistics. But you, I can't help it. Watch the you use your eyeballs and watch him last year, and he just was not as good as he was. I mean, he made bad decisions let's, that he typically wouldn't have let's, made. Let's call it an anomaly of a year. All right, that's what it, well, I guess that's what it comes down to. I'm not going to throw the Saints out, so I guess I will do it with the Falcons, um, and I will do it only from a sartorial sp- perspective, from a fashion sense, because I don't like Just the because uniforms. you don't like the uniforms. Black See, tie, your answer? Uh, I'm going to go Saints. I mean, I'm thinking more of the future here. And, you know, Panthers, Bucks, mm-hmm. assuming they get Jameis, which I'm sure they will, and, uh, you know, Matt Ryan and the Falcons, and maybe they add some new talent in offense. I got to go. I got to go Saints because I think they're they're the one team that's about to experience change. Maybe not this season, maybe next season. So I'll go Saints. All right. Let's talk quickly about famous Jameis because I want to tell you about this League of League things quickly, and I'm sure there will be at least one or two more elimination chambers that we have to deal with here, Kyle. And I do want to hear a little. When they're coming, though. Huh? You can't predict when they're coming. It's going to show up. <laughs> It's true. I know. It's very. See, I didn't exciting. know the uniforms were in play. See, I, now, now I know that. He, he just in, told you whatever you want to be in play go, is in play. Go anywhere. Choose which city, which of those four cities has the worst food, if that's your pleasure. Okay. New Orleans ain't getting eliminated from that one. I like it. Neither is Charlotte, because if you've ever been there on a game day, it smells delicious. Uh, I don't know. The smoke meets. No. The it, smoke pours over you. You're talking about a guy that's from Kansas City, and I lived in Charlotte for a year and a half. He also lived in ATL, though. That's actually where I first met Cal. Oh, is that right? Yeah, that is where we met. I, uh, I Kyle, <laughs> am with you 100% that Kansas City barbecue is superior to Carolina barbecue. Okay. Don't don't uh, don't confuse the the issue here. I definitely am partial to. But you're KC. just talking about ranking within these specific. That's right. Yeah, of course. If you go to a football game there, which I guess you have, it smells so good. And also, it's cool. The stadium is all black on the outside. Yeah, when do yeah. you ever see that? You, it's a neat looking. Yeah, joint. you don't see it. You don't see the lot. And they have the giant the Panthers on the prowl, yeah, like yeah. about the now ferocious beasts they, awaiting your entry. They have one of the cooler logos. In the league. I like I like Don't get crazy. Like See that. now that now you gotta went a no, little bit. No, but it's far. like come on. I know what it's like. So famous Jameis. Did you I, know the, the Falcons logo is the uh, it's a bird and an F all in one? Yeah, I know that. Yeah. But I don't care. I don't oh, that's a good yeah, it's a good call for the kids out there that who who don't know that. I don't like what their uniforms look like now. But either way, famous Jameis. People didn't like, I guess, that he went to the podium on Friday and announced that he intends to win the Super Bowl next year. What should I'm not sure what there really is just nothing. Not, I mean, he just can't speak. And Black Tie, I saw you tweeting about it that you support his. He's got a distinctive speaking style, at least for an NFL quarterback. You know, I love it too. He's he seems to have a good sense of humor. He's folksy. He doesn't seem overly intense, and yet he seems to care about winning, all that sort of stuff. I understand he's surrounded by this cloud of some some really nasty stuff. Not, the, I mean, people who continue to try to dismiss it as just harmless hijinks aren't really looking at the the, the famous Jameis 
allegations or the allegations against him. But that being said, I think if he stays clean, including with the shoulder and everything else, physically and off the field, I mean, clearly to me, he's superior to Marcus Mariota. And I know people are high on Mariota and where he should go. And maybe the the Eagles will go up and get him. But to me, Winston is, is, is clearly the one that I'd like to have. I guess Montgomery is, who do you compare him to? I like Those professional comparisons, this is what people do over the next couple of months. I say Roethlisberger is the guy he reminds me of. Uh, and because you love Roethlisberger, I no. I mean, what's the no? No, that's, but no, I could I could see that because he's he's a gamer. Uh, he's got a similar body style. He doesn't a, have the biggest arm in the world. Doesn't have but, the biggest. But arm has in the but world. has but has a, a, a has capable arm strength. Capable arm strength, and he knows how to improvise with uh, with that big body. He get that's yeah. Good, he can sling it. He can sling it from the pocket. Sometimes he doesn't make uh, the greatest decisions. Sometimes yeah. he's not. I mean, he, he he's you know he's reasonably accurate, probably more than Roethlisberger was. But he's got winner. He's got to me. I, that's what I always do with the QBs. To me, I I no one would agree with this. What I what I have said before, and what I'm going to tell you now. But I am in fact the QB whisperer. That's right, Black Tie. I know you might <laughs> laugh, but facts are facts. I have so. What did I? What have I said for four years? Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the NFL. Is there anyone who disagrees with that now? No, no. there wasn't. There, but I said that four years ago. Yeah, what the? There were probably plenty of other people saying. No, 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 no. Oh, was I lambasted? I, I said Peyton Manning would never win another Super Bowl two years ago. Is he ever going to win another Super Bowl? No, I don't think so. Well, it has more good. to do than just has more to do with the team. Than what with him getting Manning. old? Well, yes, that's, that's what it has so, to like, do. With. It's that's just that's just you. Did I tell what did I say? I said the two best quarterbacks from the 2014 draft class will be Derek Carr and Blake Bortles, and I feel that they are both headed in the right direction. Maybe Teddy Bridgewater will have say. Uh, have I'm not so big on Blake. Well, I mean, he had no offensive line. He's going to yeah. be good though. You'll see. Right I think the more interesting question here with Jameis is who is this guy's like? Who is he going to be as a person? Like in terms of an NFL personality, because it's not a lot of times you I see think, a quarterback come yeah. out. Who's different? They'll beat it out of him. I mean, that's, only that's Philip what, Rivers has been able to maintain any I, I don't think, I vibe don't think, of re, uh, of being real. And and you know what, Tom Brady to some degree I don't think seems you know, like a real guy when you see him you know interviewed. Most guy, of these guys seem phony. You know another guy who he could that he resembles a little bit to me, hmm. maybe a Cam Newton. Yeah, Cam's a little polished, though. Cam's a little... Well, are, you, are you talking about in the interview room? Are we talking about his persona, his game? Oh, how he plays? I don't see Cam. He doesn't okay. move like Cam. No, no, he can't move like Cam. I'm talking about body style. I'm talking mm-hmm. about stature, kind of the way... You know, he's not as mobile. Clearly. Yeah. But I wanted, you know, to add a little spice outside of... I don't want to just piggyback on your Roethlisberger. Thing. You're right. Okay, fair well, enough. Yeah, well, I'll tell you this. Let me tell you. I, I say it all the time, but... Uh, you know who kind of looks like in body type? He's not as big as Cam Newton, but who is a specimen in person is Brett Hundley. Did you see him at the Super Bowl? It. Boy, he is he, he a big one. He just he, uh, he just cuts that's, a, a, that's a big comparison because Cam is a big dude. Cam, I mean, Cam Cam's the yeah. biggest. Cam Cam is a guy when he comes in, you think, boy, that that's, I feel bad. It's the same thing as the Marshawn yeah. Lynch thing. When you see Marshawn Lynch. In uniform, and you're standing next to him, you think, "Wow, I mean, there aren't very many guys bigger than he is." Well, and it, 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 to to challenge him when he's going full speed actually would take something. Yeah. After you've been taking a beating for two and a half, three hours, if you're a defender, to throw yourself in front of that guy, it isn't coincidence. You know, in in this day and age, we always talk about the effect of passing and how and you know the surge in like ability to 
to to carve teams up. But that old school mentality does work. I know that some people will say, well, that's so obvious if you watch the Seahawks. But really, the attrition of just physically beating up the defense by by just continually handing the ball off. Somehow Pete Carroll and company forgot about that. I don't know if you heard about how the Super Bowl ended, but they didn't run the ball, and a lot of people were missed oh, yeah. about that. Yeah. I think had they done that, they probably would have won. They but would. either way, the point is, yes, Cam Newton is monstrous as well yeah. and will steamroll defenders. I, did him, how about what he did to Earl Thomas? People, that because they won, because Seahawks put them away, yeah. and that was the end of that. That – that the, the the stiff arm he literally shoved Earl Thomas to, to, the, ground. to the ground. Earl Thomas that's is a, gr- a tough fella. That's a grown man thing, and and, and that I love that your, move. That damages your pride. I mean, that's like getting slapped to sleep almost. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's more uh, what's more embarrassing going to court sports, getting a stiff arm like that or getting dunked on or getting blocked? I don't uh, understand the – that's a great question. Getting dunked but on, getting dunked on. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're if a QB shoves you to the ground and your your job is to tackle the guy with the ball yeah. and, and the running back or the QB pushes you onto the ground, that's more humiliating. I, see, I don't think there's any shame. You just it, got tackled I, wait, by the guy you're trying wait. to tackle. That's way worse. Okay, it is embarrassing, but there's less shame if you get stiff arm to the ground by a camp. Newton, remember Dante Culpepper? Is there any shame if he runs you over? I don't know, but I know this. What is the what is the beef with the thing? I don't get is I I really never understand the posterizing thing because why? All right, so you never you never play ball. Are you out of your mind? You never. I'm going to take you outside on the blacktop and show you about how I play ball. No, okay. Well, you uh, you certainly have. Do I play ball? You certainly never dunked. Okay. <laughs> what so, you have? Oh, sure. You know how to dunk a basketball. Yes. All right. So what? <laughs> I'm six three. STD. I almost dunked on him in Atlanta. Oh uh, well. That's so a- what? So if you posterize, if Vince Carter is so proud, oh, I shamed Dikembe and I shamed Patrick Ewing. Like what? That's because you don't. Have, they're the, don't have a clear. They're trying to close. They're no. trying to help. The, first of all, the Charles Oakley. Like when the Patrick, the Patrick Ewing is well known for Michael Jordan dunking on him in the playoffs. Yes. When he spins on the baseline yep. and goes at the rim. Patrick Ewing is trying to help out Charles Oakley, who gets who gets embarrassed. Patrick Ewing goes to the rim to try and defend it and gets dunked on. You, so what? I don't understand the humiliation. Cannot, you can't talk about that topic because you've never dunked on anyone. No, the opposite. You never, and you don't know. The, the key the, question I, 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 is: Have I ever been dunked the, on? The, the, the That's a, not if I dunked on somebody. I don't know. The, I've dunked on someone before, and the degree of difficulty is through the roof. I mean, you're in you're in the air. Contact. You have to find a way to throw the ball in over them. That's why you see guys. No, no, no. You're ma- you're you're screwing up the question, though. That's not what feels better to the guy who gets the good side of it. What's worse? I don't. I never. Believe me, I've been humiliated <laughs> okay. plenty out on the blacktop. And I. I mean, that to me, if somebody dunked on me, would be like, wow, that's pretty awesome. They I would jump rather, up like that. I'd rather get stiff on probably than dunked on. There was a guy named Billy Williams at my uh, at my high school who was a couple years ahead of me. He ended up playing wide receiver at Wisconsin. I think he played a little ball there too. And once uh, we were running varsity against uh, JV, and uh, I got the ball on the baseline, and and uh, so it was basically three. I'm, I'm old enough that they didn't have three when I first started uh, in high school. Really? They didn't have the three. They they didn't have the stripe in there. I didn't know you were that old. Oh, I'll tell you a story sometime. You'll you'll uh, so. Uh, <laughs> 
the uh, so the ball comes to me and this Billy Williams is under the rim. He's he's, he's the biggest guy, he's the best athlete on the team and everything else. The ball gets to my hands and and I'm wide open there. And in the amount of time it took me to put the ball up, he closed on me from under the rim <laughs> and rejected it into the stands in a scrimmage. He shamed me. <laughs> that was bad. I can't imagine him dunking on me. I would have been like, yeah, I guess you could dunk on me. I would well, expect you to. It's di- yeah, you're small. That, that, that's different. Getting uh, blocked is pretty bad, though. I've never dunked before. Yeah. I, I, I wish I could. I could it, 180 without the it ball. It's all circumstantial, I too. I mean, you know. It, but it, getting it, blocked is pretty bad. Getting blocked is bad. But if yeah. you're 5'3 and you get dunked on by a 7-foot guy or 6'10", there's no, no real well, shit. Let me t- well, let me tell you this. So what about getting burned? You know, when you, you know, now, going deep, getting burned is pretty bad. Getting burned. What about getting crossed over to the ground? That's embarrassing. That's a ranking. That's you know, the, we should come up with a ranking. See, that's I think the getting worst. burned. The most the embarrassing thing to have happened to in you. Sports, yeah. No, in sports, yeah. What's the most embarrassing play? Well, some of those offensive linemen, when their pants come down and their bum shows for the world, that ain't a point of pride, I imagine. That's probably. I know it's not the same thing, yeah. but what we can factor it in. How about well, I mean, another one is for a QB specific <laughs> one is when they try to throw the ball. That's their go. job to do, it and it flies backwards. Like you got James, <laughs> like 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 uh, Winston, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, James Winston yeah. as maybe the most famous uh, example <laughs> of that ever in the uh, in the Rose Bowl. He's got this year. famous famous memes because of it. Well, if you want to talk about embarrassing, I guess I should. Uh, this is the appropriate time to tell you. <laughs> I always fancied myself I, I got to be in high school if i if i'm all alone and black tie can attest to this and so can ike taylor number 24 of the pittsburgh steelers i don't know if he will be that going forward but either way you know who mm-hmm. i'm talking about mm-hmm. he played some ball you know he, he was proud of his basketball game he bragged about it about a year ago when he was here in studio 66 and he didn't have a great 2013 season for the steelers so i said i want to get your head right I'm going to make it easy. Let's start slow. Let's start at the bottom and work your confidence back so that in 2014 you'll be all set to go. Mm-hmm. He was down for the noise. So we went out to the blacktop, and I said, let's just do let's just do free throws. You know, you're good at basketball. We'll do free throws. Let's see who can make more. I humiliated him. I, 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 I destroyed him in a way that he didn't see coming, and frankly, neither did I in black tie was positively ashen. Well, I'm not. I'm not that impressed with that. I'm sorry. I'm not hating on you. I told Dave. It'd be I was different like, if you played a one on one. It's one on one. Yes. I got a. Be- I got a better on. basketball story for you though. There's this guy called uh, Cal Montgomery who's uh, who's in the studio right now and he claims to have dunked <laughs> on a few people. I have. So back in the day when I was intern at NBA and TNT, we all went out there and played some hoops. And Cal was on the other team. I was on one team, and uh, his team was up like six, seven points. And I was like, you know what? That's enough. I can't let this happen. And, uh-huh. <laughs> just took over. You know, and ever since then, Cal's been trying to get another game. And I was like, I have. that's what the great ones do. He, he, when it's you know, the time is right, over. they just take the game over. Well, I was trying to be generous, and I was passing the ball to my teammates who were lesser players than myself. And uh, we ended up losing the game because, number one, he failed to mention that I was playing in a full suit and dress shoes. <laughs> nice. So they had a clear advantage. Is that true? There. That is but, so not true. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, and I had the suit buttoned up, too. So <laughs> was, I had no range. Take that, Larry Bird, in your warm-up <laughs> jacket in the three-point contest. No range of motion. Uh, but, hey, I mean, come on. I, I, I forgot about that game. It, I want to get clearly, a game. A I want to see. Highlight for Someday player. we will see what Black Tie actually has on the blacktop. He likes to talk it. I'll tell you well, that listen, much. Listen, I'm not about to talk. I'm about that action. Well, I always say to people, people always say when we, when I actually, when we finally do after days or weeks or months of talking, 
about a basketball game or whatever sporting event we go out and play, and about a third or halfway through the game, or maybe it'll make it all the way to the end, someone will say from the other team will be will, will say to me, why were you talking so much? You're not good at all. <laughs> and, and I said, L- listen, if I had the luxury of allowing my game to speak for itself, believe me, I, I would, would do it. <laughs> but, I, but as it is, I have no game. If you take away the talk, then what's my point? I shouldn't even show up. No. no but I did show up I like Taylor that day. I, I took him out there. I made basket after basket after basket after basket. Oh, man. You are the free throw champ. And did he have a good – uh-oh. Elimination Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go, guys. This, this is it. Okay. It's that time of the year. I got a good story. Though. We're we'll right, go ahead. right in the middle of like NFL events. So I'm going to ask you. I'm going to give you four NFL events. Right ev- in the middle of NFL events. Yeah, like right in the middle. I'm going to give you guys four four NFL events, and you have to, you know the drill, eliminate one. All right. Pro Bowl, Super Bowl, Combine, and the Draft. I don't think you should really include Super Bowl in there, should you? No, no, you can't. Would anyone in, uh, eliminate yeah. the Super Bowl? You never know. I mean, I I went to uh, Super Bowl this year. It was an awful experience because of how it ended. Well, you know. Yeah, because you're in love with uh, Russell well, Russ is my boy, and like I you forgot. threw a pick. Right? Uh, I'm going to get rid of the uh, combine. Really? I'm going to eliminate the combine. I did. Well, uh, I, I did tune it in some today. I don't care. I don't care a lot about guys' measurables and the stats and the 40. I don't care about seeing an offensive lineman see how fast he runs the 40-yard dash. Well, how many I, times a guy can bench press 225 pounds? I don't care about that. By the I way, wanna, the commissioner's on the phone. He wants to speak with you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was listed as a topic of elimination, so I'm going with. It. So I, I don't want that. Get rid of the combine. That's mine. I say get rid of baseball. I, nothing is wrong with pro football. No, uh, I will say the Pro Bowl because well, – but I'm with you. I was watching some combine, and it really does look a lot of it when they do the two-man stuff, the offensive linemen shadowing each yeah. other, and they go back and forth. It looks like – do you remember the scene in Big when Tom Hanks plays handball with the with the mean guy? What the cow just steals? tell you about movies? I just told him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the scene in Big. It looks oh. like they're playing keep away with a, one of them has a ball and the other one doesn't, and, but but they're unathle- they're less athletic than uh, than uh, Tom Hanks and uh, what's his name from the dad from Home, from Home Alone. I don't know his name. I do know what he looks like. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Yeah, the you know the the so-called <laughs> underwear Olympics and all that. It's fine. I mean the 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 fact of the matter is, and you can talk to you know scouts. We love talking to Daniel Jeremiah and uh, Charlie Casserly and Brian Billick and all those guys, and they'll tell you the same thing about it. Eighty or ninety percent of the decisions are based on watching tape from games. Yeah, this is ancillary stuff. Yeah. So the intrigue around it is fascinating and it shows the power of football is what it does is how captivated we are by the process but ultimately if you are thinking while you're watching it this is a a, you know this is a a cherry on top of what we know about this guy from tape if you're drafting if you're a personnel guy then it's hard to really get too invested and and oftentimes you'll see a lot of guys that uh, are physical specimens and they can do they can lift 225 pounds a hundred thousand times but it doesn't necessarily translate to the field. I want there, sometimes the guys that are the strongest or the most athletic, they don't necessarily look. It doesn't translate with the with the numbers you see in the combine. So that's why, that's why that's my pick. Cam Newton shoving down Earl Thomas has nothing to do with combine. Absolutely. 
attributes. He Absolutely. Just, he's, just, he's just a grown, grown strong man, man who that's is it. football strong. And that's, that's what it. that's. No, no, no. Right, I didn't even finish my answer. Well, Kyle's got to leave. So yeah. One Pro Bowl. I'm doing. I say Pro Bowl because, as I always point out, the loser bowl is the better idea. The loser bowl is you play the two worst teams on, you know, could be Pro Bowl the, the same day as the Pro Bowl, or you could do it in the <laughs> wild card. You do it on Friday night or on, like, Wednesday in between the wild card games and the divisional round games. The two worst teams play. The winner gets the first overall pick in the draft. You call it the loser bowl. You get it sponsored by Jenny Craig or somebody <laughs> like that, and that's it. And that would be the that would be a, a game everybody would watch. Oh. No, I, we're not moving on yet, Black Tie, because I'm going to tell the story. Leave. I understand, but I want Kyle to hear this story because we're talking about getting humiliated. So selfish. Go on. We're going to we're talking about getting humiliated. Okay. This was humiliating. I, in my senior year, I lo- the one thing I could do in basketball is if I'm all alone, I can catch and shoot and knock it down. Okay. With, and, and when I'm going right, it, I can really start drilling them. I okay. can really start, uh, you know. I can see that. I can, I, I can make 14 out of 15 if I get. He's if, got a little if, stroke. That's if true. I'm all by myself and, you know, I'm playing scout team for the next uh, team we're about to play in high school, I would get out on the wing against the zone and I would, you know, I would uh, make them pay and all that. Um. But I never played in games. I never, I never got in. I just, uh, I wasn't good enough. I was the thirteenth man on a twelve-man team. Oh. I was, I was quite poor. I'm the slowest coordinated person I've ever known. I always say that. I'm the, uh, I, I, or I'm the most coordinated slow person. However you want to say it. Either way, before my senior year, a gift from the basketball gods, I might be relevant because they've decided to put in a three-point stripe nationwide in high school. Uh-huh. So, you know, rejoice. So I got, what is this? A telephone call from a boss? Well, no, I, that's what I was telling you. Uh, I w- I'm booked for a, for a radio show as well, another one. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know what, where that comes from. See, see, well, let me just selfish. tell you my story. Okay, finish it. I'll try to finish it as quickly as I can. We play the whole season. I barely touch the floor. You know, I barely. I get in for some scrub minutes here and there. Very, very rarely we didn't blow anybody out. We didn't, and if we were getting blown out, shame the devil. Damashek wasn't getting in there. So in the last game of the regular season, because I certainly wasn't going to be suiting up for the uh, for the playoffs. For the last game of the season, we're playing our century-old rival in this one. Now the anticipation is from the regular fellas, and they're all nice guys, and they say, "Play, hey, come on, coach, put Damashek." Yeah. By halftime, the game is in hand. We're up 15 or 20. They're saying to the coach, come on, put Damashek in. And all my chums, who are the ba- – there are only a few of us who are back of the bench guys. But all the nice guys, all the starters are still in there. Come on. And they come over at uh, at Whistles, put in Damashek. You know, they're nice guys. And then the crowd started – Did they call you Damashek back then? Check. They Check. Would, and, and, and so then the crowd started chanting, Sheck, 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 like that. And I thought it was great. And, and then years later, I realized, you know, how when they do that with the, uh, the pasty guy at the end of the college bench yep. and they do that, yep. and then they cheer because he makes a basket – they, you realize, oh, they're really laughing at him. They're yeah. not really. But I didn't know it at the time. I was thought, they, they, they want me. The people want me, coach. you got to put me in. They cleared the bench. Finally, my friend Richie goes in. He's in for the last two minutes of the game. It's, at, it's an outrage that I'm sitting there with less than a minute to go. Finally, I'm put into the game. And soon after, there's a foul by us on the other team. We're, the game is, you know, yeah. well, it's 20, oh. 25 points over. So there are... I think 20 seconds left on the clock. 
and they got and the the other team goes to the line to shoot their free throws and all the guys on our bench are waving to me get off the get you know get get off the uh the foul line don't yeah. I'm standing I'm holding one of those spots no no get behind them they're yelling to me so I go and I stand behind the shooter at so the they top can of the outlet key. the ball to you and you right have, yeah they're waving back up back up I'm literally at half court now I'm at half court before the second shot which the guy misses they get we get the rebound they give it to Richie so I sprint as soon as I see the ball uh, not go through the hoop. I run to my favorite spot at that baseline that I invoked earlier that I had the ball rejected back at me uh, a couple of years prior. I run to my favorite spot on the baseline to make my three. All season long, I'd not made one. My dream was to make one three to go down in history. I run to my spot on the baseline. My friend Richie gets it just before the 10-second stripe. He comes across, and there's a guy closer to him than there is to me. And he throws it to me, Richie. And as I can see, you know, I'm looking out of the corner of my eye, my right eye, there's the rim. And then beyond that, I can see the student body from my high school Uh rising in anticipation. Oh, my God. I love the ball. The ball is now been is coming my way, and I you know, I know this is easy to say after the fact, but I swear, you know how you know when you when you're gonna make it. You know how you how you feel. Yeah, At halftime, I knew I was gonna get in. I was knocking them down because we were up 20. I knew I was gonna be playing in the second half. I was knocking them down. I just felt right. I felt good. Yeah. I didn't have that anxiety in my knees that kind of throws your shot off sometimes. You can't feel your arms. I felt good. The ball's past me. I think to myself, it's here, finally. All those moments in the gym, you know, five shooting. A payoff. Shooting. Here it comes. And I think, you know, it'd be a shame if when you make this shot, if it happened that your toe was on the line. So I just quickly look down just to make sure that I'm uh, I'm in the right spot. Sure enough, I am. I look back up, and the ball's already there. It hits me in the hands. It goes out of bounds. And that's the end of my life. <laughs> it's a true story. It's 100% true. You got, so you got right up to the moment. Mm-hmm. And... I never got to. I never got to pull the trigger. See, I was, I was, I was going to try to explain it in a way that was PG, but yeah, yeah, that that's that's sad. What do you think of that now, Kyle Montgomery? That's now sad. you know what it is to walk in my shoes. That is sad. It's not pleasant. That is sad. You know what is pleasant you didn't even though? Get the shot off. You know what is pleasant? What's that? I didn't. Well, there's. A, it's more than pleasant. It's uh, it's revelatory. The name of the new UCLA running back, Soso Jamabo. He, I sang about it last week. People went crazy, as you would expect. The running back's name is So-So, so so Jamabo. I sang a little So-So Jamabo. Oh, hit it, Black Tie. I got a new one. Oh, God. Here we go. So-So, So-So Jamabo. So-So Jamabo. So so Jamabo, so so Jamabo. What about that? That was lyrical. I told you that that was. See, now I feel better. You took me into a dark place. I had to dig myself back out. I, how but you, you know what? You know who handed me? You know who gave me a hand up out of that dark ditch? Who? So so Jamabo. Who do you think? What? Please keep up, please. <laughs> All right, before before Cal has to leave. NBA guy, so elimination. This chamber. is the NBA version of the elimination chamber. Point guards, because me and Cal were talking about this a couple of days ago. Steph Curry, 
CP3, Russell Westbrook, Ooh. Kyrie Irving. Eliminate one. First of all, I don't know that you just named the four best point guards in the NBA. Well, it's not the four best. It, I'm not going just best. It's don't don't. You know what? Just answer the question. All right, fine, fine. I you know, I, of course, Steph Curry is number one at this point. It's hard to argue against that. Yeah. But go ahead, Kyle Montgomery. I know who you're going to say too. Uh, well, TD knows who I would. Uh, who I would say? You're going to say Chris Paul. No. I'm not going to say Chris Paul. Because you work for the Clippers. <laughs> no. You're a shill. You no. otherwise would say Chris Paul. <laughs> no, uh, it's close. I'll, I'll say that Chris Paul is between Chris Paul and Kyrie Irving. But I'm going to say Kyrie Irving just because mm. he's a great offensive player. I'm not sure how good of a leader he is, and I'm not sold on him on the defensive end. He doesn't have to be a leader. There's and, another guy there who can handle that. Well, you, you still want you still, still want your guard. point guard to have some leadership qualities. Mm. And I, I haven't seen it yet. It's interesting because, you know, LeBron plays point whatever you want to call it. I mean, he's essentially serves as a point guard in that system, just like he did in Miami in the last year there. So I think he – I mean, he's the – you know, he's the trigger man. Is uh, is Kyrie Irving? He's the guy who has to fill it up. He's he's the guy who is set free to play two dimensionally in my book. Well, yeah, in, in that offense he is. Kevin Love should have some more freedom in that offense to do some of that too. But Russell Westbrook is dynamite. I love him. I mean, he he to me is well. LeBron, I guess, would be number one. But in I'm, terms of just speed, just raw straight ahead speed, Russell Westbrook gets to the rim whenever he wants. I'm going to shock you. And I'm a shock. Chris uh, Paul doesn't do that. I'm a shock black tie with this too. I would take Russell Westbrook over every other point guard in the league. I thought you were going to say over Kevin Durant. You uh, would take no. uh, you would take him over. So obviously you would take him over Steph Curry. Take him over Steph Curry. Depends on depends I don't on think this playing. is the year to be saying that. I don't. I don't think you're going to find anybody right now who would agree well, with that. I think that uh, why because you think the Golden State has a legitimate shot to win a championship because of the top seed in the West. I certainly think they. I think this year they can absolutely get out of the West. I'm not. I'm not totally sold on Golden State yet. I think that they could potentially even lose in the first round. What they do might, they lack? They might play OKC. That's they what. might play Oklahoma City, and in, in the, they don't lack anything. They got plenty of depth. They're they're tough. They got the Splash Brothers. I mean, they have everything that you want as far as being set. They've up got the, they've got all the the, the 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 Draymond Green is their so-called yeah. character guy oh, or their yeah. their glue guy. I mean, yeah, everybody says the same thing, but it's right. You know, if they're if they're bigs, uh they if their front line yeah. stays relatively healthy, I yeah, I absolutely think they I can do get think it depends on what game you're playing though. If you're playing a pickup 3 and 3 game like me and Cowboy playing back in the day that he couldn't win. Some people um, in suits. <laughs> Russell Westbrook definitely is the guy, but if you're playing in five on five NBA regulated type basketball team ball, I think I'm going with Steph Curry. It's kind of like if you ask me going into the careers, who would you rather have, Kobe or Tim Duncan? Kobe, better basketball player. Tim Duncan, better NBA player. I, I got you. I think I'll stay with. Well, it's real quick then, Kyle. Before you go, what uh, which of the changes we've seen here coming up on the trade deadline do you think swung things, or did any trades swing a team? In the in the a, a spot where they now are better, where they really could make a run where they otherwise really didn't have a, a shot at getting through, getting deep at least. Well, it was it was 
Number one is the busiest trade deadline we've seen. I know. Probably 20 years. Um, Too bad for the Clips they didn't get KG. Yeah. That would have been – I mean, if imagine if they could – if, if they had KG just the same as last year. Yeah. Well, well Doc said that he was that he was pleased with the roster that they, that they had. And, you know, Clippers as far as assets, desirable assets, you got Jamal Crawford – and you know he's the only one that you're probably willing to trade, and they it just didn't work out. Uh, I would say Oklahoma City definitely bettered themselves. I mean they they got they got some depth. They got Ennis Cantor. I think they got DJ Augustine in their deal, uh, and they got rid of Reggie Jackson, who was uh, unhappy. So I think they were the big winner. They were already going to be a playoff team. I think they they slid into the eight seed. So I don't think they're they're going to relinquish their their uh, spot in the playoffs. But I think they could. Definitely climb up. I think it's like two and a half games that separates. They now, I mean, the thing that always stood out to me was there was always this gathering storm of, yeah, OKC is is nice, but when they go up against a team that can bang on them on the front line, they're just not going to ever be able to survive that. And you always saw that as the the looming issue. Now they they it feels like that's I mean Kendrick Perkins was several years ago was, oh, he's going to yeah. make them tougher now. Yeah, he's not, but now, I mean, they just have nice length, and they got some bangers up oh, there. Yeah. They got some guys that have some skill up front now. Yeah. They, they, they they upgraded their roster for sure. But I thought I thought they were going to be a contender anyway. All right. Go ahead, Kyle Montgomery. Go be on your fancy radio show. I didn't get through. I got to say, we'll talk about it more next week, and we'll try to get to some of the guys in the league from the NFL here. But the League of Leagues, let me just explain to you. I, I can't believe a half an hour or more ago we talked about it. Yeah, he's, he's telling you you can go, Kyle Montgomery. You can't leave until Black Tie gives you the okay. When I tell you it's okay, if that's not enough, thanks for doing it. All right. Let's do it again. Yeah, not, not, not too soon. Sometime soon, though. Sometime. What did we – what did we – what about – what kind of attitude that guy had? <laughs> He wanted, came in and wanted an applause right from the bat. <laughs> Settle down, Cal. Gotta um, beat me first in three or three. So we did. So I forget what I was saying. But so we so we decided to do five six years ago something called League of Leagues, and so just Jonah Carey, who I mentioned whenever that was half hour forty five minutes ago, um, decided let's do a draft where you take three professional leagues and do the whole draft in one sitting, and. But all three leagues matter. You can win the leagues individually, but ultimately the prize is to be the champion of league of all leagues. And so we have scoring now in place that will carry through the next two calendar years, starting with the baseball season and uh, and running, like I say, for two years. Just tell me what you guys think of this. The thing I, I always thought would be the most fun would be the first round or two just for the big names and how you decide to to address this thing. And we had a, a great guy, Toby Mergler, created the whole whatever you call it. Who else was in this league? Um, you know, Sal from Cousin Sal mm-hmm. from uh, from the Kimmel Show and from Grantland as well is in it. Uh, Will Leach, who created Deadspin. Um, Jack Kogod, who created um, Kissing uh, Susie Colbert. Um, some Roto World guys, Chris Liss and uh, Dalton Del Don was a was a great fella to hang out with. Um, so the list goes. So so you know some heavy hitters in fantasy terms, some longtime fantasy guys, a couple of the Yahoo guys. It's a great uh, joint effort, you know, um, from everybody in within these halls. Marcus Grant is in it. Um, James Coe from NFL Fantasy Live and Adam Rank 
are, uh, are have their teams in here as well. It's a 14-team league. Real fast, just indulge me. What do you think about this? Who do you think was the first overall pick? Ask Fouts there behind the glass as well. Fouts, who do you think, because Black Tie I know has seen the list. Who do you uh, – three sports, NBA, MLB. It's a two-year league, so you wouldn't want, for instance, even if Kobe Bryant were having a good year, you wouldn't take him because the NBA doesn't start, by the way, until – Next October. So what's happening right now? But anyway, you follow. Tim Duncan wouldn't be a good pick in this league because he, you, you, you know, he's unlikely to be playing in two years. Right, he's older. And yet, you don't want to take somebody who's some prospect. You know, Jamil Okafor wouldn't. Not that he's eligible right now, anyway. But Jamil Okafor isn't a dream because is he going to put up huge stats? You know, in the immediately, you don't know. So anyway, so I got to pick two from each league. Two no, people. No, who do you think was the first pick? Two people? No, this was a fifty-five oh, round. Oh, all draft. the players. All the who's the? If you had the first overall pick in this, who would you take? Football, baseball, basketball. Ooh, that's a tough one. It's a tough one. Uh, Did you look at the draft, Black Tide? I, I, I don't know who was number one. You don't even. I gotta. I gotta go. Anymore. I gotta think. It's between Mike Trout. Oh, good for you. Aaron Rodgers. Uh huh. And LeBron James. I was gonna say LeBron James. And I think it's between those three guys. Um, the correct answer is the first one you said, Mike Trout, which I thought was I, – I, I suspected that that's how it would uh, would shake out there. But um, Mike Trout first, and then – wait, that's what I – Yeah, give us the top ten picks overall. Before that's what I'm looking to do here. I just am dumb and can't seem to, to figure out how to get to there. Got this very fancy – Expel spreadsheet. Yeah, I know. Draft order, there you go. Wait a second. So the first – what is going on here? These and these people are lunatics, by the way, that are in this league with me. I'm I'm in a lot of trouble. I don't know how I'm going to possibly keep up. They're all fantasy geniuses, most of them at least. And then there's me and Rank, but no, Rank Rank uh, did better than I did too. I can't figure it out. Dang, it was all. I'll tell you this: it was a lot of basketball. The second pick was Kevin Durant. The I had the seventh overall pick, so it went Mike Trout one. Um, Clayton Kershaw went sixth. Um, at number five went uh, went Steph Curry. Kevin Durant went two. So who would that make number three? LeBron, I guess. Yeah, yeah. probably LeBron. And then at number seven, I picked the first football player. Who do you think it was? Aaron Rodgers. Lev Bell. Lev Bell is the correct. Wow. Player. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess that's true. Because right? he's a running back. Yeah. yeah, running backs are valuable. So I took uh, I took Lev Bell. Among the highlights of my team, I'll just tell you, is uh, where um, I took a lot of Pittsburgh Pirates. You'll be surprised. Um, my QB, I was talking about the Saints and whether or not uh, 2014 was an aberration. I hope it's not because I went big on the Saints. They the way it bro- it's crazy. You're sitting there, 55 rounds. Some people are drafting a backup. You're their sixth NBA guy, and you're like, oh, I need to find a tight end. You know, so it's a crazy (laughs) – and we'll be able to trade within the leagues. Um, But I went heavy on Saints. I went Drew Brees, Jimmy Graham, and Brandon Cooks. So I think – I suspect there will be a big bounce back there, obviously, or else I wouldn't have done that. I imagine Graham was probably very underrated. I got – no, I went – he was within the first ten rounds, I think, of when I got him. But it's weird when you're grabbing some of these guys. I got uh, my best baseball players are Robinson Cano. Cano was my first player taken at least. Okay. Um, 
and I'm just looking through some of the the bigger name guys. David Price is my best pitcher. Garrett Cole is uh, the other one. I got Jose Fernandez from the Marlins, so if he bounces back, that would be good. And then my best uh, basketball team. What do you think of this black tie? Here's my basketball team: point guard Rondo, my shooting guard. Oh, that's that's a that's a miss. Rondo. Why do you think so? Rondo hasn't been. Rond- I mean. I know, he's in a, but he's in a still in a good situation. If he comes back healthy, and he and he's and, and keep in mind, well, who knows where he'll be? But let's see how where he lands. But he puts he's a, he's a stats guy. You understand? I can give you fifteen point guards. Stats guy. I'm not talking about who do you want as no, your I, real point guard. No, I'm just saying I can give you fifteen guys who I think their stats are really. All right. Well, shoot. maybe I blew it on that one. I have um, Eric Gordon. I have Andrew Wiggins. That's a good pick for good pick, yep. going forward. Not this season, but the next two. Blake Griffin, Kevin Love, uh, Luol Deng. I took Josh Smith, Damari Carroll, Alex Len, yeah, Doug nice. McDermott. That's solid. Yeah, Kevin Love, though, if he stays in Cleveland, that's tricky. I, yeah, I know. I don't know if I'm if now I think uh, you, you almost kind of root from a stats perspective for him to move on. <laughs> but anyway, Fouts. What did you think? Was this a decent show? Well, well, before we get to that, I do, I do wonder if you guys included soccer, which you should, for crying out loud, it's twenty fifteen. No, they rejected. Is, they rejected hockey. Silly. You think we're getting the soccer? They wouldn't even accept are you uh, compare, hockey. Are you comparing hockey, hockey to soccer? Come on. Um, no, I'm if, not. If there was, if there was, um, if soccer was allowed, would who would go number one? I mean, which I who would be know. the first soccer player to go? <laughs> The handsome guy or the little guy? Well, see, either would... Messi or Ronaldo. What do you mean? Yeah, Messi. Not I just read they're, bo- Me- they're both older though. They're both. Do you know that? Ma- well, I I don't know. Ronaldo's about. thirty now. I'll let you answer that one. I'm sure it's the young guy from Brazil who's the big star. Um, I can't think of his name. Kaká. Neymar. Neymar. The um the guy who um I, I just re- that's a phenomenal stat. Do you know that one out of ten. La Liga games that Lionel, Lionel Messi plays, he gets a hat trick. He has, I think he has now 28 or 29 hat tricks in, I think, 300 uh, La Liga games. Yeah, him. A soccer guy gets a hat trick every 10th game? That's insane. That sounds insane He's when you nasty. watch soccer. Most scores are, you know, 1-0, 2-1, or whatever. I mean, that the, he gets it's, a hat trick. Um, I'm a Ronaldo guy, so I'm always quick to point out that Ronaldo's numbers are a lot of times when it comes to you goals. Always like very handsome si- guy. Very similar, if not better, when it comes to goals. See, if we but, were going to include soccer, if we were going to include soccer, I would have to go goalie because goalie needs to be Tim Howard, for example, in high school. Longevity. He played. He played forward because they had a decent goalie. He was an all-state forward. He was an all-American forward, but you know, in the end, he ends up playing goalie. So he's one of those guys, and he can dunk a ball. He's, you know, he's got the athletic talent. Where I don't know if Cristiano Ronaldo could play basketball or baseball or something like that. Yeah, black tie. You'll be pleased to learn, by the way. Speaking of guys that are good at a bunch of different things, um, Odell Beckham was the second wide receiver drafted. No. He was the first wide receiver. I, would, I was like, wow, he wasn't the first. That's surprising. The first wide receiver drafted? That I mean, seems awfully if aggressive. If you're thinking for the next, I mean, next two years, you're saying? All if right. you're thinking for the next five years. It's right? optimistic. Only thing that could stop ODB from being a great, and this is Chris Wesson who actually said it, and I agree with him, is injuries. I think he's one of those few non-quarterback talents who's like, one of the very worst picks from a football perspective, one of the, or maybe the worst pick of the entire 55 rounds. Somebody took Martavis Bryant, the Steelers. Oh, wow. rookie. That was you, right? 
No. <laughs> Somebody took Martavis Bryant in the eighth round. There were two other sports in play. The eighth round of a 55-round draft. If you, if it were an NFL-only draft, oh, I got a question. And somebody took Martavis Bryant in the eighth round, you'd be like, oh, all right, I guess you think he's going to keep on going. I mean, that's not guaranteed. Marcus Wheaton's probably a better yep. pass catcher than he is. He went in the eighth round of a three-sport draft. Insane. I got a question for you. Did Hassan Whiteside get drafted? Of course he did. <laughs> Everybody got drafted. James Cole, by the way, who's also in this league and works on fantasy for us in, in Michael Fabiano's league, like. That story we told a couple of weeks ago, he stole he stole Hassan Whiteside from my fantasy team. Is that right? And that's why I quit the league. He's no good. He also stole, James Coe also stole from me. Well, I mean, he didn't steal him technically, but he drafted Andrew Luck before I could. And uh, I, I well, he didn't steal. It was Fabs. Fabs failed as a commissioner, but <laughs> moving on. All right. Well, anyway, you know, speaking of that, people love that last podcast. <laughs> With uh, Handsome Hank and Fabiana was in for a bit and Elliot Harrison. And we did uh, a bunch of uh, Elimination Chamber and some other stuff there. Oh, I sang about So-So Jamabo, um, not unlike this show. Which song was better, uh, Fouts? I'm a big fan of uh, the uh, the one we just did today. I, I drew a blank on the name, even though we just talked about it's called, it. It's actually the name Zach, of the song. Zach came up with the song. He the was... song is called So-So Jamabo. What do you mean? We couldn't think of <laughs> but I'm saying the one we parodied it off of. I don't know what you're talking okay. about. Fair enough. That song was an original song. Yeah. Let, let's hear Gardens, it. One more time. Actually, Gardens of the Galaxy actually used it in their movie. That's how I don't know what song, song you could possibly be speaking about, but go ahead. Hold on, I gotta find. This. Well, I'm saying they used your song because that's how good oh, that's the song cool. was. I better get a piece yeah. of that action. That movie yeah. made a lot of money. Ready? Yep. Am I ready? So, 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 Jamabo. So so Jamabo. So so Jamabo. So so Jamabo. So so Jamabo. I think that's it. That's what you want, Black Tie. You want us to wrap it up. Fade Black it up. Tie is behaving himself like he is a. Uh, I'm directing. Uh, a runway, got one of those guys in the in the airplane runway. Well, I'm actually swinging his arms. I'm telling all over Zach the to keep the music going, and I'm telling you to wrap the show up right. so we go out to the music. That'll be it then. So okay, so what? Enjoy the weekend, or if this is after the weekend, welcome back to work. Um, we will be back with more Huey and Applesauce combine, starting time to get ready for the draft and all that jazz. Elimination Chamber, so so Jamabo songs. Who knows what awaits? In be the quick meantime, though. I don't know if we have the rights to this. So. Well, that's it. you're talking. It's making more time than anything else. I want to get back to singing this song, so we'll let you go. But uh, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. So so Jamaha, so so. Oh, wait. Jamabo. So, so Jamabo. So, so. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.